Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family and relationships and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that sometimes are hard to have with other people. Well, we're not ashamed to have those conversations right here. So join me as I spill tea on every topic you ever thought about, talked about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. Hey, it's Makita, and I'm spilling a little tea. Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout help you get started. It's easy, fun, and best of all, you can start for free. Buzzsprout can help you get your message out to all the major podcast channels, as well as give you tips to help you make your podcast a success. Click on the link below or go to buzzsprout.com to get started and join over a thousand podcasters just like me who are already using Buzzsprout. And that's the tea. Welcome back. It is time for some tea. I am so um, excited. I have with me today, Sarah Elise, and we're going to be spilling some delicious tea on talking about corporate wellness. And for us that have worked through the pandemic, and as we know, before things get better, they tend to get a little worse. And she's going to be here today kind of spilling some good tea on how we can reduce um, burnout and increase our productivity and just kind of deal with our stress so we can be more centered, more rounded and a better version of ourselves than when we started this year. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. I just love your podcast name too. It's so awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. There's a story behind that. I'll tell you one day. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, it is, it is, I'm really glad to have you here as someone who's worked through the pandemic and uh, continued to work in the midst of everything. Like I say, I'm a nurse, so I work in a pulmonology clinic, so we get to see all the fun stuff. And, you know, it's, it's been a really stressful year for everyone, regardless of where they worked at. 100%. It, it never amazes me how people have been even more burned out through the pandemic hours I feel have increased versus decreased and there's just an ultimate high in stress so and I also said thank you as a nurse because there's so much that you guys do and you're saving our country so thank you well thank you thank you so much well yes <laughs> well tell us a little bit about about you, your personal journey, and how you ended up being a, a wellness coach to for corporate, you know, individuals to kind of help them with that burnout, that stress. Yeah. So I first actually started in musical theater. So you're like, how on earth did I start getting into coaching? Um, it was partially I had a college job at a gym and. I just found Pilates as a great stress reliever tool for myself. And 
all through college. I was doing Pilates. I got my certification after I started training. I loved group environment. So I did a lot of fitness group classes. But then I realized that a common denominator was people were stressed. Mm-hmm. And I was also going through burnout because I was teaching all these classes plus my private clients. And it was an ongoing fun mm-hmm. experiment of trying to find work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And it was then that I was like, okay, I need to go to get a certification. Health coaching sounds like a good outlet for me. And I was able to change my own systems with work and life. And that's when I was like, okay, next step is to go into corporations and do the same, especially since I was already working with them on a group fitness capacity. It's like, this will be a nice transition to work with corporate clientele. And they need someone, we need someone to come in because stress is a, has played a huge role and in, in burnout for everyone this year. Me, myself, um, at the end of last year, I just felt completely done, checked out. Well, I feel, I'm so sorry. I think my thing froze. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we froze a little bit. We just played a little game of freeze. <laughs> <We're> back. <laughs> so how, how, how was that for you? Like going through that and, and dealing with your stress? That couldn't have been fun. Well, I was in complete denial that I even had stress in the beginning. So I was checking on everyone else, helping, you know, I was the helper You know, I would Mm -hmm. come home every day and ask my husband, how are you dealing? Are you coping? Talking to my daughter, you know, like, are you coping? And everyone was doing great. Like my husband had found a new hobby. My daughter started painting. Like, wow, exactly. I was like, when did you start painting? (laughs) So like everyone had, a yes, they all had this release. And I was just um, doing retail therapy, um, spending money I should have been saving. (laughs) So... (laughs) When I, when it finally hit me, like, it's you, you, you have a problem with stress, not everyone else. It was like, wow. Honestly, in the beginning, I really didn't know what to do. I was just like, I think my anxiety just went up. Yeah. And that's your job was always to take care of other people. So you went into helper mode immediately. (laughs) I did. I did. And then from there, it was high anxiety to, okay, get yourself together. How are you going to deal with this? Yeah, definitely. How did you deal with it? <laughs> I actually, I, I started doing meditation and I must say in the beginning, I never really felt like I could do meditation because I really thought I always had to like quiet my mind. I couldn't have thoughts. And then I learned like, there's other ways to do meditation So I started doing meditations in the morning and not long ones in the beginning, like four minute meditations in the morning and then a four minute meditation in the evening to relax. And, and then gradually I just started building them up based on, you know, how I was feeling in my needs. Mm -hmm. And that really helped calm my mind, slow me down. That's awesome. A lot of people cannot take the time for themselves. So like kudos to you. (laughs) It's meditation has always been hard for me too. And I had to learn, I was like, there are more than one ways to skin a cat with meditation. Mm -hmm. You can sit quietly by yourself, or you can go and sit on a bench somewhere and it's a different spot of the house, whatever you need. Like it's available for you to make some quiet time and just let your thoughts go. (laughs) 
It is. And I think that's the biggest thing to realize that if you're stressed and you're meditating, you can focus on that for a minute. Like you don't have to like say, oh, I can't think about nothing or I can't think about this. No, think about it. And sometimes you find ways to deal with it or just breathe. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Love it. Yes. And for yourself, did you find yourself like really having to deal with stress at this point or? Yeah, um, it was eye-opening for me because prior to that, I was starting to get back into that burnout phase where I was doing everything under the sun. And I decided instead of just jumping into a bunch of things, I was going to take that month, that first month that was a little crazy for everyone. Mm-hmm. And there was furloughs and this and that and mm-hmm. trying to figure out what's unemployment. You know, I just took it upon myself to have myself a pity party first. <laughs> and then after I got over that, I was like, okay, what do I really want to do? This is a great opportunity to be like, what doesn't bring me joy? What really is a passion of mine? And I was like, I'm going to pursue my corporate clientele and see if there are wellness opportunities out there. And so I devised all these different kinds of programs, mindfulness, um, taking time for you because I feel that's a struggle for a lot of people. Gut health was a huge passion. So I got my gut health certification during that time. I also needed my personal training certification because I had Pilates under my belt, but nothing regarding to any cardiovascular system. So I needed a good program and I found one, took the test. So I used that time to just enhance my skill set and start to plan out what I wanted to do for the upcoming year. And uh, it was very rewarding. And I ended by hiring a business coach and just started to solidify plans. So it was great. Great year. <laughs> yeah. I like how you took the time out to really, you, you focused on yourself and you kind of brought everything together. And like you said, corporate wellness is, is huge. And I don't think there is always enough help in, in when it comes to wellness. Like you said, mindfulness. And we know gut issues. Are, can be related to stress and recognizing burnout. A lot of people in corporate or you know, you're busy, you don't realize that you're burnout. Yeah. And it was funny because when I was talking to different corporations, they would be like, oh yeah, now our employees are just so gung-ho because they're at home. They're working like 45 hours a week. And I said, well, Do you know if they're taking breaks for themselves? Well, we thought that they were going to, you know, kind of fall on their faces and not work at all. And they're excited because right now their productivity is high, but what's going to happen to them? They're going to burn out and they don't have the tools to take the break or they're worried about losing their job because of the economy. And Mm -hmm. in turn, they actually might end up quitting because they can't handle all of it. So once corporations realize like this is a problem and this is going to be and continue to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and then they saw that their productivity started decreasing because of depression and anxiety. Then they're like, okay, I understand why we need health and wellness programs in our company. So it's, it's very challenging to, to get that in the mindset, but 
It is. It really, really is to get people to start thinking about less about the numbers and what people are doing right now, but their overall well-being. Are they taking time? Like you said, are they taking time for themselves? They're working all these hours. What's their work-life balance like? Just because they're at home don't mean their balance at work and for themselves is really even and out. It's probably worse. Yeah. Yes. Um, my husband, he's been working from home <laughs> um, since the pandemic and it's like nonstop. Like he doesn't really eat. It's like up at 530 and he's just on the go. And it's like, get home. He's like, I ate one meal. I'm like, you're at home. Why, why aren't you? He's, oh, but, but I'm busy. You know, I'm, I'm in this meeting. I'm in that, you know, the phone's ringing. I know. Isn't it amazing? You're like, why can't you just schedule out time? Just block it in your calendar. Everyone's so calendar hungry, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's on my calendar? Just make even 15 minutes to make yourself a sandwich, right? (laughs) Yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. And then meanwhile, like you can't help because you're going 10 hours straight (laughs) with barely any water. (laughs) Exactly. No bathroom breaks. (laughs) But yeah. So you have it on a different different scale but yeah 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 and when you're talking about wellness and taking that time out from you and really recognizing that you deserve some time for yourself I think most people feel guilty at some points when they take personal time for themselves and and I can say that you know I felt that way at one point in my life if if I wasn't doing something as a family or with my daughters it was like kind of selfish for me to just do something just for me and not include, you know, my kids or my husband in it. Just. Yeah. That mom guilt's a real thing. (laughs) It is. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. But it can transpire into your personal work life too, where you feel like I need to be this, this work person. I need to keep going. I need to have high numbers and productivity and I need to do all this. And then you never take the time to really do wellness for yourself. Yeah. As a nurse, how are you able to make the time because of your your hours? How have you been able to find it, especially during the pandemic? I really just made the time. I just, um, like you said, I, I took those blocks of times and I said, this is, this is for me. And this is what I'm, because when I didn't, I really felt my anxiety. Like I said, my anxiety went through the roof. And I was sitting at work one day and I could feel my heart just beating. And I was like, look, you're either going to get this under control or you're going to let this like end up in a hospital or something. You have to control this. And I knew at that moment that this it's time for me to start taking time. There's, you know, there's so many, much time. We all have 24 hours in a day. It's just how we use it. And I used to be like, well, you know, I need better time management. And then I was like, no, I need to manage myself. It's not time. I can't control. Time is the same no matter what. It's me. I have to manage my time. So I give myself a task and be like, all right, 30 minutes. If it takes more than 30 minutes, you ain't going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just, I made sure, I made myself a priority. I love that. <laughs> so important. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you find most people like the biggest issue when you're talking to um, clients that they have the biggest part with taking that time out for themselves? What's their biggest? Well, they start to prioritize things to the point where it's unhealthy. Like, oh, I need to work out during that time. And they probably haven't eaten that all that day, right? So you're mm-hmm. like, have you nourished your body? That should probably be the first thing. Um, also, hydration, I feel, is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. People have been getting tension headaches, and it's been usually caused from dehydration. And the anxiety, you know, it's like when you don't nourish your body, you don't have the hydration, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything. So then they just sit on their their um, iPhones or <laughs> Samsungs and just doom scroll. <laughs> and then they're like, well, I don't have the time. But I'm like, well, what, if, what do you do in between your meetings? Oh, I check in. Instagram and Facebook. And like, okay. I read the news, see what's on. And I'm like, well, that's part of it. You know, you're choosing the time right now to do all those things because you're tired and don't want to use your brain, but it's, it's probably because you're not nourished enough. So I really am, am trying to encourage people to nourish their souls first. Maybe that's breathing for meditation and then start the nourishment of the body with some food. And then I layer the fitness component afterwards because I feel those are the three things to kind of build upon and create sustainable practices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree, especially with the the, ner- the water. Mm-hmm. I'm guilty mm-hmm. of not drinking enough water. And every day I have this huge 65 ounce pitcher that I take with me faithfully and I fill it up but it's I constantly have to tell myself all right you need to drink right now do not scroll through this phone first thing in the morning leave it alone and just focus on yourself because if not I'll start strolling and then for you know it's like an hour went by and I haven't done nothing Mm -hmm. it's it's crazy what an addiction that saying phone can be um, or like Netflix, <laughs> you know, there's so many ways to distract our brain. And you're like, well, this is a really good show and the characters, great development, good story. But then you're like, oh crap, it's been four hours. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have to limit myself as well. Yeah. Especially before bed. <laughs> and then last year, Netflix was putting out a lot of good shows. So <laughs> Yeah. And then you have like the blockbuster hits now on Netflix and just like, oh, that's what I'm going to choose to do, especially because I'm like, I'm not going out. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. You don't know what's up. No. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel people get more like burnt out or feel more stressed in a particular time like of the year? Because I know sometimes like for me, when When the time zone, when it changes over, I feel more stressed with the daylight savings. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I haven't, I haven't heard about the change in the time zones of holidays. That is always very stressful for people seeing Uncle Jack that they haven't seen in a while and all his crazy antics (laughs) or um, it's another one. For the single single clientele around uh, around Valentine's Day, it's really difficult for them. 
Um, that's when I, I've noticed like emotional eating and binge eating. Yeah. So it, it really depends on the individual. Um, mm-hmm. For corporations, I think the fall is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. That's when the most stress starts to come up because all these new deadlines mm-hmm. are happening. And um, they're also, there's a lot of onboarding. So then they mm-hmm. have to teach the new people how to do different different uh, scenarios and different projects, different programs. It's um, interesting to see their stressors. So it's always changing, but I'd say those would be the three specific. Yeah. Especially, you know, most people, I didn't know this, but I read it a couple of years ago that most people retire at the end of the year. So you're right with that onboarding and training new people and interviewing and deadlines that can be crazy at a corporation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, especially HR, it's like, Oh, well, what, what do we need to do now for our employees? What, what are they wanting? What should we add? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It really bonus days. So and so didn't get the bonus this time. What are we gonna do? <laughs> yes. How are we gonna handle the situation? How are we gonna talk to them? Uh-huh, because that's an issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And promotions and not mm-hmm. promotions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never ending cycle of stress. <laughs> it really is. It's a lot of stress when you break it all down like that. It's like, wow. Oh, I'm glad I'm not in HR. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But they're also the friendliest people. They're the first point of touch that I have with a corporation. And so they're ecstatic to talk to you because they feel their employees pain all the time. Mm -hmm. So they're like, well, what can we do? Mm -hmm. How can we figure this situation out and manage manage it so that they're happy, productive, and like brand advocates for our company. So that's why I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a lot of time with people, especially, you know, when they're working on high paced jobs, um, when you start talking about burnout, a lot of them have like some chronic pain issues, a lot of weight issues, and mm-hmm. a lot of, yeah, a lot of imbalances there. Definitely. Definitely. And um, that's something. So I'm sure you've been to a luncheon to learn and all they do is show you a presentation and you're like, oh, this is great. Like, here are all these things now that I have in my head that I'm doing wrong. And now I'm starting to get into this frenzied space and now I'm stuck. And now what do I do? Are you guys going to help me or you're just giving me this information and you can feel it, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's very- anxious energy. And what I do a little differently because I saw that the first couple of lunch and learns that I was doing was very much, okay, you're going to learn. I'm going to give you exercises. It's not helpful. So I completely changed my tactics. And this is where the musical theater background came into handy. Mm -hmm. I was like, let's do let's do out of the box thinking, right? Let's get them out of their desk seat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, virtually it's okay if I don't see everything you're doing because this is you time. So I get them out, I get them breathing, get them moving. And then once they feel relaxed, then we start doing some fun visualizations. And I, I talk with them about 
their creative space, where they feel safe, how they can bring that safe energy into the workplace, whether it be at home or back in their chair at work. And then we just start to reflect on how it felt in the body, what they're going to do from the work that we did in that class, how they can you know, implement that into their daily lives. And it's been incredible to see how relaxed they feel after a full session. And um, that way, you know, I can give them a, an easy win for the day versus, okay, now I have to think of all the things. Mm-hmm. They did it experienced it. And so that's a goal of mine is to not, not keep people stuck, find some, some point of release and joy. I like that. I think um, people definitely need, uh, we don't, we already have enough on our to-do lists and what we should be doing and versus what we want to be doing. So I like that you make this simple, you know, fun and it's individualized like you said it's based on each person that you kind of meet like what they need where they want to start at what they want to work on totally yeah meet where they are versus where they need to be Mm -hmm. it's much better it really is and it's all it's all a part of self-care you know loving ourselves and taking the time to care for ourselves um regardless of what type of industry or job that you're that you're in it's very vital for our mental health, our physical health to incorporate all of those things. 100%. What is one way you find yourself really practicing self-care? So recently I have been, I have a piano and I just have been playing and um, that was something I used to do all the time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got away from it, hey, like three years ago. And I just sit down, play whatever comes to my hands. I go with, if I want to play a song, I'll play a song and sing. But it's just a nice release. And I'm, I'm trying to make it more of a biweekly practice for myself. I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> so my husband had bought a guitar, but then, um, and I bought him some lessons so he could learn how to play the guitar, but he ended up oh. trading, <laughs> yeah, he ended up trading them in and taking piano courses. And um, then he ended up buying, you know, a little piano. It was, it's so cool because he finds awesome. it very, it's creative for one, you know, to do something like that. And he finds it as a great way to really stress too. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm happy to hear that. Um, I have a client, a male client, and he fell in love with the piano and it's been so fun to watch. I just love, I love seeing that, you know, Um, because it's not just a woman activity to do self-care. It's also male activity. So it's, I'm I'm happy to hear about that. (laughs) Yes. Self-care is for everyone, regardless of your gender or whatever. It, it's universal. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. And your daughter has been painting. What does yeah. she like to paint? So she has been um, using um, acrylic. Um, oh. Yes, that's what I said. So um, <laughs> that's what, very impressive. So <laughs> she's just been doing like outdoors, like um, 
flowers, trees, like just relaxing scenery. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I, and I bet that's therapeutic for you to meditate too. <laughs> yes. I was just so shocked because um, she's never talked about drawing a painting before. So for her to come to say that she found that as her relief during a time that we were most stressful was, it relaxed me a lot. Cause I was like, okay, I don't, I don't have to worry about her as much as I thought, you know? Yeah. How old is she? She's 17. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a stressful time for her too. Cause I mean, we didn't know what was going on with high schools and, Mm-hmm. Yeah. So has she been, was she like at home a lot during that time? Yeah. So um, we were, the kids were at home, homeschooled. Um, we got, our schools were shut down in March and they, they opened up like two months before school was going to be shut down, you know, before kids got out of school. Um, and they started doing like two days a week. And then they gave the option for five days not five, four days. Um, we didn't return. It was like so close to the end and she did, she did really good. So like she made like straight A's. So I'm like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like that's mom's favorite words to hear. <laughs> exactly. <A's>. Yes. <laughs> good for her. Yeah. And then she took a painting. I love it. I love, I do. I was like, wow, I don't know where you got this artisticness from, but hey, let's go with it. <laughs> Now you're going to have to try and explore it. I bet it's in there too. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> I can't draw or paint anything. It'll be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has really been amazing having you on this show. Tell, let everyone know where they can, if they want to contact you, follow you, if anyone's interested in having, you know, a coach for their corporation, where can they reach out to you? For sure. So my website is livewellenhanceyou.com. And if you sign up, you will get a free reduce stress, improve productivity worksheet. And you'll then receive a biweekly email from me. And it has, you know, tips on stress. And also I have virtual fitness classes for anyone that's interested. And it's just a really nice community space that I have really loved sharing, you know, stories from my past and ways that I have improved my own burnout and stress. And then if you want to reach out to me, you can go to my Instagram, Sarah Elise Coaching. Uh, that's A-L-Y-S-S-E. <laughs> People are always like, Elise, Elise, Alice, what's your name? So yeah, Sarah Elise Coaching and you can find me there. And then look forward to meeting y'all. Yes, y'all heard that tea she just spilled. So if you're interested and you want to know more about what Elise is doing, go to Live Well, Live Well Enhance You and get your free worksheet to reduce stress. And I must tell you, I have my worksheet. Awesome. I hope you're enjoying it. I am. <laughs> I am. I have my worksheet. And it was funny because I was, we was I printed it um, at work. And uh, me and some of my coworkers were looking and we were like, oh my gosh, we definitely need to do that. Oh, I never do that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> awesome. Oh, I'm so glad that it, it's helpful. And yeah, it's, it's something that I discovered. It was just, it was a great tool for myself and I figured it could help other people as well. 
Well, it is. It's a great tool. So you guys heard me. If you have, if you're feeling kind of burnt out and you want to reduce some stress and just go to livewellenhanceyou.com and look at this, this great checklist and tool to really help you improve your productivity and reduce stress. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to have you on here. Thank you for having me. It's been such a fun conversation. Thank you. (laughs) So that was definitely a lot of good information. And I hope y'all was all soaking that all up because I found, you know, reducing stress in the workplace and really improving your productivity and realizing that it's okay to give yourself permission to take time out and just focus on you. It's a huge part of self-care something I don't think we do enough of is that internal reflection and really showing up, being present for ourselves. Now, like Sarah said, you can get your own reduce your stress, improve your productivity checklist. I already have mine. It's free. Just go to www.livewellenhanceyou.com. Com. And like I said, you can find this link in the bio. So check her out. She is super amazing, a wonderful person. I just really, really enjoyed um, this whole conversation. Now, I'm going to slide over to our tea of the week. And it's one of my personal, personal favorites. And it is cucumber melon. I love this. It has this great watermelon and mild cucumber-like finish. It is just layered with summer melons, and it's so light, it's so refreshing. You can drink this hot or cold however you want. It's so good. Now, you can find this tea and many more of my tea blends at beautifullyunbalanced.com slash shop. And I want to hear back from you guys. I want to hear what you're thinking. I want to hear about topics that you want to hear more about. What's on your mind? You know, what's going on with you? What area of self-care that you feel like you want to redefine and get more information about? What stories do you want to hear? Now, if you would like to be a guest on Time for Tea with Makita or just give me some topics you want to hear, please email me at timefortmakita, M-I-K-I-T-A dot com and just leave some comments. I would love to hear from you guys. Now, you're not going to want to miss next week's episode of Time for Tea with Makita. It's going to be juicy, hot, and delicious. So you're not going to want to miss it. Now, tune in on every Monday to get your hot steaming tea. Until next time, namaste.